0: My name is Aldo Martin, and I'm Elena, and this is the Reclamation Podcast Episode Recap. Today, we are recapping this week's episode with Elena. Elena is a former member of the International Church of Christ, and she is also a listener of the Reclamation Podcast. Let's listen in as Elena shares her thoughts. Welcome back to another episode of Elena from 3B. Or mm-hmm. no, excuse me, the recap with Elena from 3B. How do um. you how do you how do you like being known as that?
1: <laughs> Elena from Three B? <3B>? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Elena from Three B. So we uh we left off with episode five. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh our part two of our conversation with Dr. Melton. Yes. And we got to know a little bit more about her
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um, so you heard the episode?
1: Yes, I did. And And once again, there was she said many things that I can relate to. Um, again, she talked a lot or what resonated with me uh, she talked a lot about the fear and shame again. Uh, so once again, uh, she mentioned that she did not want to question authority, you know, meaning the leadership. Of the church, yeah. she did not want to question authority because she did not want to lose her relationships.
0: And when she said relationships, what did you think she meant by that?
1: Well, like she said, she said the relation the, the 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 women that she met, yeah, that you know introduced her to the the that brought her to the the church that studied the Bible with her, the friendships that she made through there, she didn't want to lose that because she said that those friendships, those relationships, helped her get through school. It helped and, her overcome you said... her her homesickness. So it helped her to overcome her um culture shock. And that was very important to her.
0: And you said that resonated with you.
1: Yes. How because so? for me, it was the friendships, it was the relationships that drew me to the church. That was appealing. I wanted that. It was the friendships that sustained my commitment to the church. Mm. It was those relationships, those friendships that I focused on rather than the red flags that I saw.
0: Okay. And you said a key word. You said sustained. Yes. Elaborate on that some more. How does that fit into you just mentioned red flags that you saw? Okay. But then you mentioned the, the friendship sustained.
1: So in our how, last how does ep- that relate? Well, in our last episode we talked about how the church they they play doctor i i mentioned that like they try to
0: yes you did actually you said people you said doc mcstuffins
1: i did indeed (laughs) there are many people in the church that were you know either suffering from depression or some had trauma that they were working through or dealing with or or had uh, troubled home life or something a very heavy home life and um The church would, you know, just say, "Oh, well, just read the scripture," you know, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, let me sit down, let me show you the scripture, and then that will make you feel better. Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah, you know,
0: um, so so you said that there were red flags.
1: Yes. So that was one thing sustained. Yes. So that was one thing that I noticed in the church that they were doing. how,
0: How did the friendship sustain for you, though? What do you mean?
1: Sustained meaning that, okay, let me let me break it down. Oh, here we go. I
0: haven't heard break it down in a long time.
1: (laughs) There were three things that were happening. Okay. There was the leadership. Yeah. Right. There was a leadership and both Dr. Melton and Cousin Eddie, uh, I wrote it down Mm -hmm. what they said.
0: Uh, For the audience, she has abandoned her sheet of paper and has come to the studio with index cards. (laughs) So we've graduated.
1: So, Doctor Melton said that leadership was, you know, long story short, more bodies in the seat. You know that that was the air. They, they that was a great wanted. line. It was a great line. More she comes up with a lot of great seats. lines, <laughs> right? And then Cousin Eddie said it was a uh, there was a culture of never enough uh, meeting the prototype producti- productivity quote what is it quota? Yes, yeah. the productivity quota, and. That was that. That was the leadership's agenda. They pushed it. They made it short. They made it known in every message that that was the focus. So there was that going on. And I complied. Many of us complied because we did not want to lose. We did not want to be threatened or we did not want to be told that we had to leave if we questioned the authority. So we complied.
0: Let me ask you this, though. Uh, If I could just play the role of an outsider looking in. Mm -hmm. If they were to tell you to leave, what could be so bad about that? Right? Because it's not like anybody was was, was holding you there or holding us there, you know, against our will. That is true. Right? So then what, what could be so bad about being forced to leave?
1: Okay. It was the... Dr. Mantel said this, the stigma, you know, you had that shame, you you carried a secret shame that you weren't good enough to fit into this this group, this, you know, she said it was, it was like a noble purpose and you mm. failed your mission mm. and you have got to live on this earth like the scum of the earth because you were kicked out and you could not, you're no longer, uh, you're kind of worthless, mm. you know? So that so for was you, the, the shame.
0: You 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 kind of attach it to to worth, self worth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So that was going on. So the leadership had their agenda. Yeah. And you compl- and I complied. Yeah. Then there was something called the what I th- what I say is the pseudo family.
0: Pseudo family.
1: So every person, every member who had studied the Bible and got baptized, were considered a brother or sister in Christ. Yeah, and the leadership made it very clear that the brothers and sisters had to be your best friends. Mm. If th- you had a roommate, it has to be a brother or oh, sister.
0: Hold on, I don't want to. I don't want to lose your train of thought. But you mentioned that that was a that was a thing where if you, I'm glad you said that for the audience. If you, I right, not if you, you couldn't live with someone who was not a member of this church. Right. So, if you were a teenager, you live with your parents, fine. But once you move out of your parents' house, you you got to have roommates and your roommates have to be members of this church. Right. And then once you get married, you have to get married with somebody from this church. Right. So all these things were structured. Yes. Go on.
1: So that was that happened. Like the pseudo family. So... I think in the first episode, we talked about how it was broken down different segments. And I was baptized into the team ministry. I was living in Manhattan. So I was part of the Manhattan teams. But if you were in Harlem or Brooklyn or Bronx or New Jersey, you're part of that team ministry. That's right. So in my Manhattan ministry, everyone there I had to be friends with. Whether I liked them or not, that was your sister, that was your brother. They w- were your were best friends. Were there friend. some people
0: there that you didn't like?
1: There was many people that I did not <laughs> like. There was only less than I can count on my hand on one hand how many people that I actually liked. Really? Yes.
0: And there were a bunch of a there bunch of kids there. A lot
1: of people there and very few that I actually liked.
0: So so how did that how did that affect your interaction with people though? Because Well, I just well I was just lying all the time and pretending all the time. Oh, wow.
1: And again, going back to the overlooking the red flags, it's like there was, a, you know, here I'm trying to be a, a true disciple, but I'm lying. You know I have to who, pretend. who are you lying
0: to? What do you mean?
1: <sighs> Hiding, I guess, from the leadership. I didn't want to tell the leadership. I didn't like, I don't like these people. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to.
0: Well, let me ask you this then. Were there friends that you made in this organization? Yes. Actually, w- would you say you were lying to them, to your friends? No, and okay. that goes into my third part, the third
1: tier. Then there were people who were your comrades. They Ooh. were the true brother brotherhood. Your comrades, and when I, I say the true comrades, these are people that if it was not church,
0: you know, you when, met... when you say comrade, uh, uh, elaborate on that. Though. I will.
1: So these are the people who, if you met them in any other setting. You would like them
0: yeah. and
1: they would be your friends. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't church and you met them anywhere, went to the movies, went to school or whatever, you, you, you they would be your friends. You would actually like them. And these are the people who were really trying to be like, man, we want to be good people. We really mm-hmm. want to inspire it's, people. These are your
0: ride or die people. Ride or die. Well, for, for me, I say ride or die. I, I mean, you, I don't, you, say you that. don't speak uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the king's slang. We understand that. She only speaks the Queen's English here. <laughs>
1: yeah, You say that, but these, you know, the true brotherhood, true sisterhood, the true comrades, that, true friends, man, true friends, yeah. And we were doing it together. We were trying to figure this out together. We were trying to live this life together.
0: You, you know what's funny about that? These the 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 uh, the true cohort of people, right? The true your true core friends of people. Mm-hmm. I had the same thing and i don't know if it was the same for you but you never really said to your friends like yo these people are crazy
1: but there was an uh 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 i guess, you know a secret
0: there was an understanding there was an understanding it was never it was never verbalized no one
1: ever said it because we all knew it we all thought it
0: we all it gave saw each other the look
1: yes we give each other the look yes exactly yeah there was an understanding that this, this is some nonsense. There was a lot yeah. of nonsense going on.
0: Yeah.
1: But because we wanted to be good people. We wanted to, you know, be in our, have our noble purpose. Yeah. And, in, and we were truly encouraging each other. Like, you know what? This is, you know, let's do this. You can do this. You know, I believe in you. And that was something Dr. Melton said. Let me find my notes. Oh. She said that that, I'm paraphrasing. That she hoped or wanted the leadership, the church, to give her uh, say things like, You have a voice, we believe yeah. in you, yeah. you've got this girl. Yeah. But that was not being said by the leadership. That was not the message we got from the leadership. That's what we got from our comrades. That and that's why we 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 focused on that. We clung to that. They sustained us and all the nonsense that we saw. And all the nonsense that we heard, we overlooked it because, no, I'm I'm with you. We're together. We're, yeah. we're going to figure this out. We're going to do this.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, our way. You know, that's what they said. We don't want to lose each other. You know, so I'll comply. Let's all follow. Let's all do this. Right? Yeah. But we know, you know, we have...
0: I, I, I'm, I'm Does happy that, make that sense? You, I'm sorry? Does
1: that make sense? It I makes think? a lot of
0: sense. Actually, you... um. You brought up something um that I'm not too sure if uh if if the audience might have might have understood what doctor Melton meant when she said that um the leadership of the church did not offer that encouragement. Right? They did not offer that that uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you just mentioned it. They did not offer that that soft touch. Right, they did not say that we believe in you type right. of uh, not rhetoric. At all. It wasn't that. It not was at more all. of get to work. Exactly. Yeah, man. <sighs> you mentioned there was a few other things that resonated with you. Yes. What else did?
1: Um, Doctor Melton said that she had uh, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I, like her, is I'm an introvert. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like to deal with people, but like one, two people at a time. Three is a bit much, you know. But three. But not big groups, not crowds. Um, but they pushed us to 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 be people that we were not for the sake of of you know, you gotta be like Christ. Jesus spoke this, to though. crowds.
0: Let me ask you this. That's putting people in uncomfortable situations. Yes. Do you think there was any benefit to that for you personally? In retrospect?
1: No, because I, I think that helped me to grow resentful and just – I did things for for the wrong reasons. Again, I'm out there, again, putting myself – what could be dangerous situations, you know, putting yourself to try to f- meet people. Uh, meet people to recruit? R- recruit people, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Just feeling awkward, increased the the level of of insecurity. I feel awkward. People are going to think that I'm weird. And um, it it didn't help. I don't think it helped.
0: Wow. Well, we we thank you for your honesty, for sure.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So that was a big thing. So, you know, it increases social anxiety. And then it just, as she mentioned. um,
0: Did you see this have an effect on other people, too?
1: Yes. A negative effect? A negative effect, because I think it enhanced people's insecurities of how they thought about themselves, you know, uh, uh,
0: and that was... And there were were a lot of people that left. Right, because of the pressure? Yeah, I don't ever want that to be forgotten, you know? In the the first episode, we mentioned how the church was a revolving door, Mm -hmm. and it, it was almost as if... You know, for every person that came in, two or three left. Right, right. So there were a lot of people who, who either, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they left. And for us who who stayed, we we kind of looked at them like, oh man, I guess they couldn't hack it. But in retrospect, I guess they were right.
1: Right, or they were brave. <laughs> they were, I don't know, they were yeah. they were brave and they took the risk. I know for, for me, um, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, the message that the, I don't know if the church, that was their intention to, to send the message that it's just a job, but that's how it came across. And I was just thinking about it, uh, as I was listening to the, you know, episode, this uh, last episode that when I got baptized, I think. I was about a sophomore in high school, something like that, and I want to say by senior year, two years later, I got the memo. It was it was a job. I was That's out there, yeah. It was you know I had fun, but it was it was business. So the people, remember what I said: the relationships, the relationships that drew me and attracted me to the church, right? Mm-hmm. There was relationships that sustained my commitment to the church. But, as far as the mission went, when I was trying to quote unquote seek and save the lost," when I was trying to baptize people, it wasn't because I cared about their soul i didn't I didn't care if they had a close relationship with God or not. I needed to meet my quota. It was my job, so I didn't care about them mm. And I feel bad, you know when I say it out loud, it's like I didn't care about them if they if they got baptized. Excellent. Great. Whew, that's one. Next. Who's the next one? So I wasn't there trying to foster relationships and and kind of it, it, who is the next
0: one? But it wasn't as if you hated people? No. No. But it
1: was business and it, it that was that's a shame because it you know, I I the 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 relationships were dear. Well, the ones that that were real for me. Yeah, man. And the fact that I couldn't I lost the connection was lost. In trying to get people to, I guess, become members, you know, it yeah. was it, the, there was a connection it was lost, the human I, element.
0: I can I can relate to that. I, I can relate to that. There was definitely a business side of it, mm-hmm. right? And and unfortunately, the new people that got recruited, they didn't know it was business.
1: No. I mean I think at some point they might have
0: At the time though when they're being love bombed? Right. They didn't know. Mm-hmm. That it's just business. Right. You know, and and as I think back on it, man, that was something wrong that we did. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was it was it was wrong. It wasn't it wasn't sincere and and they deserved better. They they, they they definitely deserved better. They did. <sighs> man. Was there was there, was there there anything else that stood out to you?
1: Those are the two major things.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Two major things. Again. Well,
0: uh, Elena, th- mm-hmm. thank you again for sharing your thoughts with us. Uh, thank you for being honest with us. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> it's not every day that we get to have the Queen of England <laughs> grace our presence. I just want the audience to know that as she's speaking, the whole time she spoke, she had her pinky I finger up. I did
1: not have my pinky up.
0: Okay, it's my word versus yours. (laughs) Anyhow, so Elena, we thank you and we'll see you next time. Thank you. I'll see you.